You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar at YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, let's get this episode started. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. I got a story for almost everything, you know, because I just been on I was on the street for almost 30 years. So I got a story for everything. So if if you got a subject, send it to from the shadows podcast and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah. Yeah. And for the I guess for those new listeners, the howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, air marshal, a homeland security. And, and probably a lifetime of just being an all-around funny dude. So Redneck, uh, man. Redneck. Redneck. So with that, thanks for welcoming, welcoming us onto the Odyssey Radio Network, and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show. We'll have to – maybe we'll have to get – maybe that'll have to get – Yeah, we've got to make that happen. The Super, the super I don't Dave. Know. You know, the super I Dave, tell you, super you know, he's one of the – I told you we worked the state thing all around the all around, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, he he was an oddity, you know, because I grew up. Even though our families knew each other, you know, like my mom knew his mom, and that sort of thing, you know, it, it, 
he was the youngest of eight, seven or eight kids. And I was the oldest, second oldest of six. So, so our parents were 15, 18 years difference in age, but we had known each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we just had different upbringings in, in, I guess what you'd say. And, uh, but he had the innate ability, and I've never been around. He was the first real weed smoker I'd been around. Okay. I didn't grow, I, you know, I didn't smoke weed. I wasn't in that. I don't drink. I don't really party like that. So, so, you know, he was the first real outlaw. You know, you know, kids in high school that talk a lot of smack, but when it comes right down to it, they never do anything to fear to get in trouble. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the dude that. He didn't talk about doing stuff because he was so busy doing it. Does that make sense? I mean, he was a real deal when it comes to nefarious activity. That's how it usually works, but right? And we most... would go to these little towns, and, you know, you'd have a construction project way out here. Now they make everybody do urine tests and all this other stuff because he would never. Today, he couldn't keep his job. Maybe that's why he's down at the junkyard. But at the time, they didn't have all these ocean and we would go to these little 150, 200 people town and, and where we knew every, nobody. Okay, we knew nobody. He was the first guy that I had been around <laughs> real, that was a real, I don't want to say outlaw, he wasn't mean guy. He just, you know, he liked, you know, he just liked what he liked. And that was, that was you know, fast cars, motorcycles, smoking weed, drinking, having a good time. I mean, he was just, <laughs> He was just that guy at an early age, you know what I mean? So we would go in these little towns where we knew nobody. And we would we would talk about me and him and the boss or whoever was there. Sometimes there was more than us. Uh, talk about um, where we're going to go out to eat, you know what I mean? Where we're going to go out to eat. And and it would, it would he would say, well, I'm going to be late. And He'd be late because he's going out to buy weed. And I never could figure out how he could go to a place where he do it. This is pre false You know, nowadays, I guess they do stuff on the Internet, Craigslist or Facebook, whatever. But this is pre all that stuff. So he could go into a town where he knew nobody and he could spot the weed guy and buy weed the first day you were there. <laughs> what? Hi. Okay. How? So, how? But, but, you know, you know, it seems that. That, that that's the case, man. If, if you you could just point, wouldn't he make a great cop? Would you? Yeah, think that, because you know it's funny. I knew a narcotics cop, a real good, a dope cop that could do the same thing. You know, and, and it's I, isn't that amazing? Like, well, at least he, you know, you'd see think get Super Dave as an undercover, uh, undercover cop or something man he could just go flush out everybody in all this little town yeah but he wouldn't do that because he's too anti-cop i mean he was like <laughs> the old school anti-cop you know what i mean where you just didn't help them you didn't burn the police station down or burn their cop car you just didn't hang out with them or so you know what i mean you just you know yeah <laughs> yeah the old school yeah I, i'll tell you huh it just amazes me and go to into a town of 200 people and there's there's people then, selling weed. Especially <laughs> in those days. Yeah, I don't understand it. You know, I don't. The, uh, 
but my boss, my supervisor, was with me. I guess he had a drinking problem. I didn't recognize it because he handled it so good. You know what I mean? But those guys, I remember they took me into my first bar. Like, like everybody's got a hometown. Well, not everybody, but, you know, like there was a bar in my hometown that you'd walk into. It was like a gas station that served liquor or a liquor store that pumped gas, one or the other. But so that didn't really count. That didn't really count. It was more like a bar that had a gas pump, okay? That didn't really count. A, a, bar, a, bar. That had a, a bar that had a gas pump. Yes, that's what it was. It was a bar that had a gas pump. So, hey, so that didn't count. So when I say for the first bar I ever went to, the first bar, like, where people got carded that I ever went into, I was 18 or 19. I was on this road crew with these state dudes. And and my boss, my boss's boss, my boss and his but there was a big manager. You know, guys, I think about it now. They were probably in their late 30s to early 40s. But at the time, when you're 18, 19, you think they're old men, right? So oh, yeah. Like yeah. our age, right? So there was this gal there that, that that worked in the hotel we were staying. And they said, oh, you got to ask her out. She's cute. You know, she talks to you or whatever. And I said, oh, what do you do? And they said, ask her, you know, take her over to the bar and get something to eat or whatever. And I said, dude, I'm not 21. Because I think I was 19 at the time. And my, I remember my supervisor said, oh, just walk in like you belong there and nobody will say it. <laughs> that, that's what that's what his words of wisdom was. Yeah, yeah. That's but hey, those just, are great. Those are great words of wisdom. If you act just, like you belong there, then most people right. think you do. Yeah, right, oh, yeah. right. So, so anyhow, I I get up the nerve to ask her out. Or, you know, I say, hey, let's go over there and, and get something to eat or whatever. And she said, okay. And 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 whatever day of the week it was. She met me there, and I walk in. I'm nervous as hell because I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not 21. I think she was, you know, 21, 22 or whatever. I wasn't even 21. So I walk in this bar with her and tell her to get whatever she wanted, you know. And she orders this fancy, I don't know, big daiquiri of some sort. You know what I mean? Like big, like it looked like you cut off half a lava lamp. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it was. So, I remember paying with a $20 bill. Oh. And I got like, huh? That must have been cheap. That was some cheap stuff, huh? Well, I paid with a $20 bill. And and that's back when, 20, I mean, I was making like three seventy five an hour. And I'm not making that up, you know. So, 20 bucks was a month was a big bill back then. With yeah. And the dude gives me like a dollar seventy five back or something. <laughs> For just a drink? Yes. Yep. Oh, so now I'm going, can I, you know, can you, you're not, I'm not even 21. Can I even confront this guy? Right? <laughs> Cause you, because you, you, you think he over, you, you think he overcharged you or what? So, but <laughs> my supervisors, Hey, they, cause they would come in there and drink every night at five 30 or whatever, or six or whatever time it was. You know what I mean? They'd get off work they'd take a shower. They'd go down there and eat. And, and, and drink. So they, they, she got up to go to the bathroom, do something. My boss came over and said, how's it going? I said, dude, I'm going to have to borrow some money. He goes, what do you mean? I said, that freaking drink was $18 and something. He goes, oh, come on. I said, I swear I give the dude 20 bucks. He walked right over to the bartender and goes, what the F did you charge him for that drink? And the guy goes, what do you mean? And he said, he only give you $1.75. He goes, well, didn't he give me a five? <laughs> so, 
and personally, I think the dude just ripped me off knowing I wasn't 21. Oh, yeah. What was I going to do, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now he, the bartender who's in his 20s or whatever, he's got these old men confronting him at the bar, so he gave me all my change. So, so I got – so I was saved by that. Oh my goodness! I could make a, I could make a whole, I could make a thousand podcasts on working the road when you're 18, 19 years old with a bunch of 40 year old dudes that had, had this, this boss of mine. He's dead. You know what's funny is I looked him up last year. I was going to go visit him, and he had passed away already about three years ago. But then I was really sad about it. But he had been married, I think, six times. Oh my God! Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, and he had, it was one of those deals. He had went to high school with my big boss. So I was I was like 19, 18. I was probably 19, and they come down one day and say, you're getting a new supervisor, and it's this guy. And this old, haggard-looking, I mean, i tell you who he looked like, a skinny Don Williams. He had, okay. a flow, mm-hmm. a, he had flowing gray hair that he'd part in the middle with a big old 1978 like fat-tailed brush or comb, you know what I'm talking about? He'd carry his pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd, he'd feather both sides back. And, I mean, yeah. I, like yeah. a gray wolf. Hey, I, re- I remember those days back. You'd go into uh, the bathroom at lunch, and, like, uh, my buddy Todd that was on the pocket, he, you know, he'd, carry, he'd always carry one of those big combs in his back pocket. Yeah. And brush his so, hair back. I mean, yeah. come on, man. So Great. that was this dude, man, and he had, he had, I don't care if it was a car broke down, uh, uh, well, he had a story for everything. I mean, a story for everything. What I, I don't care what it was, you know what I mean? And his sixth wife was his first wife, if that makes sense. So he had gotten oh, married he circled. like 18 or 19 and then got divorced. He had went through five wives in 25 years and he was back in his hometown, married to the, the, the girl he went to high school with. And it was just absolutely nuts. Just absolutely nuts. And and uh, I now that's a now that's a country song right there. Now, I mean, back he, where I started. Yes, that's that's exactly right. I mean, you would you would. I mean, I don't know who you, you get to sing anymore because I don't know any real singer country singers. But but you know maybe you can get a Merle Haggard ballad. Is Merle still alive? No, 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 no. Oh, see, so that's out of that touch. I am man. So. Yeah, back where y'all started from. But I'm right. By the way, I, by the way, I'm writing that down right now. Back where I started from. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's, that's it. That's it. Now I get. I hope I get a coke credit on that. You know what I mean? Because if I was, I'd turn it into a rap. You know? Oh I'd god. Turn it into rap because I can't play guitar. So I can't get my music. Heard. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you, bring back some memories. Bring back some memories, man. Working with old people. Well, the crazy thing is, is when you just like you said, when you start doing the math and you start realizing that you're the same age as some of the people when you were like eighteen and nineteen, and you looked at them and thought they were old, and now we go, and now they're they're now now they're younger than what we are now. (laughs) Right. And you realize, like, man. And, you know, you kind of feel like a failure because I only had one wife and I only worked a couple of places. And I only worked a couple of places my whole life. So, so you know, maybe I didn't live up to my – you know, that's why I can't write the song because I didn't live the life, you know. Either that or you learned the lessons they were trying to teach. Well, you know, there, you a... know I just thought that, it, you know, it's kind of funny. Some of these guys had fragmented relationships with their 
with their kids. Does that make oh. sense? Well, yeah. Like but I, at the same look, time, look, I totally understand. I totally understand. But at the same time, they took such care because I wasn't the only teenager there, right? Okay. They took such care with kid teenagers that wasn't even theirs to try to. I don't know if they were trying to, you know what I mean, make up for something lost somewhere else or something. Does that make sense? I I believe going through this with a couple of my daughters that that you the lessons you try to teach your own kids they don't have any interest in listening to you because you know you don't know anything right that you that you enjoy the fact that there, there's kids clever or smart enough to know that you have something of value to teach them and I think you when you find those kids uh, or young adults, you're like, okay, well, you you want to learn, you know, everything I got to, to teach. I'll teach it to you because other people just, you know, they don't either care or they take it for granted. So yeah, you know what's funny is, in the course, of, I guess you introduced me in the podcast where there for a brief time I was a, I was a state trooper, and when those guys, old guys, would see me in my uniform, I was like, I was like a celebrity to them. Does that make sense? <laughs> I yeah. was like an absolute celebrity to them, and and then of course I went to the federal government. I moved away for you know twenty years. I moved now. I've moved back, and most of them are gone. It's really sad because I'd like to sit down with them and just tell them some of the, you know, I got some stories to tell. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but a lot of them are gone. You know, a lot of them are gone. What do you do? That's why you never you can't take that for granted, right? I no, guess. you really can't. I guess I don't. It sounds like you're ending on a sad note here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it's hey. There's nothing sad about uh, about uh, imparting your wisdom on the youth. It's sad if they just don't accept it. And uh, well, and it's natural that they don't, isn't it? Yeah, they don't like to listen. That's for sure. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Midweek Howl. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.